Let's go geocaching. <laughs> this is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Well, good morning. It's episode number 98 of the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. Man, I tell you what. One of my biggest fears about episode number 100 is that it would cause me to freeze up and stop making podcasts and just be uncomfortable. And then I got this idea. Actually, I didn't get the idea. Purple. Uh, God, I hate it that I'm screwing that up. But anyway, the Down Under Geocaching podcast, the host of that said, why don't you just get all the uh, host of the different geocaching podcast around the country on the podcast to celebrate the hundredth episode. I like that idea so much. I decided to do it and we made arrangements as I've told you on several episodes to have a host from Sweden, Norway, Australia, myself, uh, Amy shadow dragon one from the St. Louis area and uh, another podcast, a really big podcast that'll go unnamed because I'm disappointed that they didn't really want to participate. Uh, but anyway, uh, we set the date and then I had to change the date and then I set a new date and then I had to change the date. And then I said, hey, could we do it now? And Patrick from Sweden jumped on. And no one else got on. So we did an, uh, a little bit of a podcast with just he and I talking, which we've done before, both me on being on his and his, him being on mine. And it was fine, but we got done and I just felt like we didn't do what we had intended to do. We didn't make it happen. And it's totally my fault for not being able to plan ahead and not being and being so spontaneous, my calendar life, because of the companies I own and, and the other things that I do in business, uh, keep me fairly booked up. And honestly, if I need to do something for one of my companies during a time when I had scheduled to interview somebody, I have to do it. So those are all my big excuses to say, yeah, we recorded, pre-recorded episode number 100, but I haven't even looked at it since we recorded it to edit it because it just feels like it wasn't what we had intended for episode number 100 to be. Well, this is episode number 98. So we're so close. And honestly, I've been avoiding the recording studio and I've been avoiding the podcast because I don't want to get to 100, which is exactly what I was afraid would happen, how I would feel. Well, what are you going to do? You know, I used to have a cup of coffee. Ah, here it is. Thank goodness. I don't know how we could do a podcast without a cup of coffee. 
Everybody take a drink. Here we go. Perfect. Now I'm healed. I can talk for several more seconds now that I've had that drink. I don't know what I'm going to do, guys. I, I think I'm telling you that I may be going back to my original comment that nothing would be special about number 100. And if we did that, if we'd done that all along, all the podcasts would be on time. I wouldn't feel like I was overcome with anxiety and all the things I feel when I'm under a deadline, but I can't set dates to make the deadline come true. Whatever. Okay. There's all my excuses. So now this is episode number 98. Number 100 may or may not have anything special on it. So I'm just going to say plan on not. And if it does, hey, bonus for all of us, right? <sighs> okay. So I am going to going caching next week. Are you guys going? People tell me that have been to all the different geocache uh, events, big mega events, that this is the best one. Now, I've been to Geo Woodstock three times, and I would have been four times if my calendar hadn't have been wrong. I bought the ticket and was totally going. I just, uh, it's a long story. You heard it last week. But anyway, I've been to a lot of events, and if this is the best one, it's going to have to be really good. But one of the things I love about this event are the going caching trading cards, collector's trading cards. I made one last year. I made one this year. I didn't make it to the event last year, and this year I'm going. Now, my friend Melissa, Joe, and I, we take one big geocaching trip every year, and we go somewhere, and we geocache like it's 1999. Now, my younger users... Listeners won't have any idea what I mean by that reference, but the rest of you will. So, um, Melissa, Joe, and I are going. She's uh, flying from Minneapolis to Atlanta. I'm flying from Northwest Arkansas to Atlanta. We get in with about a half hour of each other. I've rented a car. We both have hotel rooms, and we're going. Now, I've been told you got to get there on Wednesday because that's when everybody trades cards. Well, I'm getting there on Thursday. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I'm getting there on Thursday. So I'm hoping I get to trade cards with everybody. I have already packed. It's a week away. I've already packed my suitcase, and it's got two hard plastic cases full of my cards in it. And there's a brand new one-inch three-wing, three-wing, three-ring binder with 35 plastic sheets that hold nine cards each. And it has two cards in it. It has my card because I already got that one. And it has one from PT. I'm not going to be able to remember. I'm so sorry, guys. And so I got those two cards already. That's in the suitcase. So when I get there, my plan is I'll hand you my cards. You'll hand me yours. And I'll put it directly in my little collector's notebook like I have for the last four or five years. You guys collect cards? I don't know if I ever told you this. You know, I, it seems like I tell you a lot of personal stuff that really has no bearing on anything except for there's this mild tendril of connectivity between these trading cards and something in my life. 
I, I don't, it feels like I have told you this, but I'll go through it again. I'm an avid reader. Now I'm an avid listener, but I love books and I read like crazy. And I would go buy books and buy books. And then one day I found out that the book manufacturers on these paperback books were re-releasing stories that I had already read with new covers on them. And I was buying them a second time. Well, that sucked. So what I did was, is I built these bookshelves in my house and I started putting them by author and then alphabetical by title. And this helped me stop buying duplicates, which was handy. I developed this list or this collection of thousands of books. Now I read two or 300 books a year, or I did. So I had thousands and thousands of books that I'd bought from this local company who said they would buy your books back or trade them or whatever. And I decided one day, my wife helped me decide, we got to get rid of these things. We can't walk. So I went back to the place I'd bought these thousands of books from and tried to sell them. And they looked at them and went, well, we could buy this one and this one, and we can give you this much form, or we can give you this much for all of them. Well, the difference in what they offered me compared to what I was told they would pay for them when I was buying them was enough to make me angry. Now, if you don't know this, if I've never told you this, the reason I've owned so many businesses in my past is somebody has made me mad. And if you make me mad in business, most likely I'll become your competitor. I'll try to do what you didn't do better and steal a bunch of your business because I'm just mad at you. So <laughs> those revenge businesses, I've owned a bunch of them. So I went back and told my wife and we went out and we rented a little building on 2nd Street in Joplin, Missouri. And we called it Second City Books. And we put all the books for sale at like half the list price. And it was a success. But one day, and this is the part of the story that's starting to tie in. One day, my well, for years, my daughter, my really young daughter and I had bought Donruss baseball cards every Saturday at the flea market. We buy a package or two and we would open them. And the big people were Jose Canseco and Don Mattingly in that year. I think it was, yeah, 87 Donruss. Anyway, we'd collected tons of those cards. I'd forgotten it. It had been a decade. And they were just laying in the bottom of the display case in the bookstore because that's where they were stored when we moved the book or the uh, uh, checkout counters, a glass counter. And somebody said, hey, are those for sale? Well, sh short story, getting really long, I uh, I said, I don't know. We're not really in that business. And somebody offered me 20 bucks for a Don Mattingly or a Jose Canseco. I said, sure. And, you know, I had about three cents in it. And then I got a book and looked it up, and they were worth 50 bucks. So the next day, I had a line of people waiting to come buy those cards. I said, no, I'm sorry, they're 50. And I still sold them. Uh, and then I will get to the point here. The bookstore ended up being a card shop, comic book shop, CDs, VCR. I mean, we had everything, but we had cards like crazy. So much so that I had to rent another warehouse that was probably 5,000 square feet 
and it was floor to ceiling, wall to wall cards, football, baseball, golf, even that's when tiger first came out. Um, so in my life, I have had so many collector's cards and there's something very addictive about having them all and putting them in numerical order and collecting whole sets. And, and it really fits with my ADHD and OCD where I just have to finish everything. I have to create these lists and finish them. Um, all that leads back to these collector's cards from going cashing. I'm addicted. The minute I saw the first one in a geocache, I grabbed it and said, I don't know what this is, but I'm collecting it. And over the next couple of years, I found three or four or five and I collected them. And then I got the ones in the FTF magazine and collected those. But the last two years, I've had my own card printed and I've got a complete set of 2019, 2020. I'm getting close on 18, 15 and 16 are really weak, uh, but I'm working on it and I'm working on the FTF cards. Having said all that, if you have any of those cards and I'm having the hardest time with FTF, but if you have any cards and want to mail them to me, it's Mike Brandon or where is it now? Whatever. 530 South Virginia Avenue, Joplin, Missouri, 64801. And if you want something in return, if you want my going cashing card, I don't know if I got very many FTF cards. Maybe I did. But if you want something of mine return in return, I'll be happy to send it to you. So anyway, I'm going to this event. And if you ask me why I'm really going, it's I want those cards. I want to collect the whole set. Now, Melissa, against my advice, did not create a card this year. Next year, I will make one for her, which will be sad because I have pictures of her she won't want on cards. Now, they're not. I don't have any weird pictures of her. I just have pictures of her making faces. So I'll put one of those on the card if she didn't make her own cards. But Melissa doesn't care about the cards. She wants to go do what we do every year, and that's go to an event or just go on a big geocaching trip. Uh, I think I told you that when we went to Mingo Madness, we got 226 caches in one day, a record I don't know if we'll ever beat unless we go to the ET highway together, which I've been saving for her. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are going. If you're going to be there, look me up. Look, you can see what I look like if you're watching and listening on Spotify. If you're anywhere else, you'll have to look for my, you'll have to listen for my voice, right? Okay, I'm wearing my favorite shirt today. It's Planetary Pursuit. And I held a Planetary Pursuit event when that was going on, that was really fun. We held it at the Ramsey here in Joplin, which is 4,000 square feet event center that I own. And it's got a downtown kind of lots of windows and a cool view. And we held planetary pursuit there, but I didn't know about these shirts. And one day I was logging on to geocaching.com and the shopping part, looking for some new um, trackables I could buy and give, you know, send out into the wild. And they had this Planetary Pursuit shirt close out like they were getting rid of them. I, I bought it, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite geocaching shirt. Did you guys go to a Planetary Pursuit event 
or do you have this shirt? I don't know if I'll be wearing this in, in Georgia or not, but you can look for me. This is my favorite shirt, but I bring that up because we haven't given shirts away in a long time. And honestly, I'm sick of the shirts I have now. I want to make new shirts, but I'm not going to make new ones until I've gotten rid of or almost gotten rid of the old ones. Have you guys seen them? Let me hold it up. For those of you on Spotify, come on, you guys, get with the program. So on the front of the shirt, there's the uh, podcast logo. And on the back of the shirt, it has this thing. I'm having a hard time getting it in the camera. Escape the muggles in your life? Exclamation mark. And then underneath it says the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast. You want one of these? All you got to do is send me an email to podcast at whereisitnow.org. Okay? podcast at whereisitnow.org. God, I hope that's the right email address. I haven't said it for months. If you send me that, you need to tell me what size you need. Now, I'm going to warn you. I have large, extra large, and 2X for sure. I think I'm out of small, and I'm not sure about medium, but I've got those other three sizes for sure. So if you pick one of those three sizes, you're much more likely to get one. Now, we're not necessarily going to give one to every single person that emails us, but we're going to give several away. So your chances are good. Please, if you've won one already, don't email us to win this. All right, so there's that. Let's look at Going Caching. Now, I'm going to pop it up on the screen so you can see their website. Let's make it bigger. Okay, goingcaching.com. They have their own website, and each year they change it to fit the theme of the current year. And Geopatra, like Cleopatra, but Geopatra is pictured on the left and right of the logo there. And that's what it's going to be this year. It's going to be Egyptian. I don't have a costume. Uh-oh, I may need to look into that. But every year they have an event or a theme. Now, I think there are five events or seven events, I'm not real sure, that just going caching is putting on, plus whatever anyone else does. It's a big deal. It's very much. Now, if you like puzzles, which you know, I won't say I don't like them, but I will say I'm not good at them, which makes me kind of not like them. If you like puzzles, you have to go to going caching. It's a big puzzle event, although that's not all it is. Don't be afraid but you're going to get to solve puzzles like you've never solved before. It's going to be big fun. Anyway, goingcaching.com is the website. Take a look. As you can see this year, September the 28th, which I believe is a Wednesday, to October 2nd, which I believe is a Monday. I will be there from the 29th to the 1st. So I'm going to miss the first day and miss the last day. And to be honest, I'll miss most of the first two because we're flying out midday that day from Atlanta. But I will be there this year. I'll get a feeling for what it's like. And then I can decide, is it so cool that I'm going to want to rent a campsite and take my big camper for the entire thing? And I think I told you guys this. I did rent a campsite this year. Wooden block, it's right next to you. I Now you can have it because I'm flying in and I have a hotel. 
Now you can have one site for your camper and you can have the other one just to stretch out and use my fire over there or whatever. So anyway, that's going caching, guys. So we're going to give away some shirts. We're going to go to going caching. And then just a little personal note. This afternoon, I'm going geocaching. And it's not even winter yet. And I'm going hiking. And two of the caches, there's supposed to be a lot of brush hogging, bush hogging, bushwhacking. Oh, my God. I've been mowing pasture for days. I, I'll be okay. So there's supposed to be a bunch of bushwhacking. In fact, one of them said... Uh, expect lots of bushwhacking, thorns, brambles, just the whole thing. And then it said also beware of scorpions, fire ants. I can't remember what kind of snake. Oh, uh, the some kind of rattlesnake and something else because the area is infested with things that will kill you. Now, this would not be Melissa Young's favorite cache if you remember uh, – her story from episode number one about um, worms with wings. Uh, she does not like anything that moves unless it's human. And so this, and she doesn't have to actually see them. She just has to think there's a possibility of seeing them. I remember one time we were in the basement of one of my companies and there was a scorpion down there and she screamed and said, scorpions in Missouri. And for a long time, she wouldn't come back to the whole state because we had scorpions. The best thing for Melissa is to live in ignorant bliss, to not know what goes on. Now, she lives in Minnesota. I've seen some of the biggest mosquitoes and other things that I've ever seen. So I don't know how she handles all that. <sighs> what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm going cashing today. So... I have a lot of grandchildren, like a lot, 13, 16. You, you would think I'd know, but I don't. It's just a lot. And I've never had them all in one place at one time. But the first grandchild, Greg, the oldest grandchild, um, is one of only three or four of the grandkids that actually have the app and geocache at all. Now, he's not eating up with it like I am. He did it with me to hang out with me a little bit. And then there's been a few times in his life where he went without me. But all in all, not much, right? So I sent him a message saying, hey, do you and your girlfriend want to, and she doesn't geocache yet, but let's see what we can make happen. Would you guys want to go with me? I'm going to go on a little bit of a hike and get three caches. And it's more of a hiking, whatever, whatever. And he said, sure, we'll go. Well, I didn't tell him about all the stuff that could kill us on this one. And I also didn't tell him it's really five geocaches. But for my family that knows me, that's like a nothing day. They complain because I get in the car at 738, 8, 8 in the morning, and I don't want to come back. I don't want to stop caching till 5 or 6 at night. I'm a problem child. And, and most of them including my daughter, Jules of Joplin, who does love to cash, just doesn't love to go for that long. So anyway, Greg and his girlfriend, Bree, are going to go with me this afternoon. And we're going to Kansas. I think it's over by Farmington, Kansas. And we're going to get some caches I've never gotten. Now, they're around a lake. And one of them's, I think, on the dam. 
Two of them are in cemeteries, one of which is missing, which is an, uh, was placed in 2005. So I sent the cash owner who I know the message saying, do you want me to replace it? It's an ammo can. So I've got two ammo cans I'm taking today. Then there's a multi that uh, two people I know just DNF saying they couldn't find the second stage. And there are people that I know would find the second stage if it was findable. So I'm taking an ammo can for that. And I sent that cash owner a message. I know her as well and said, I'm going to take this can. Let me know if you want it replaced. And if they reply before I leave or while I'm on my way, I'm going to replace those caches. All in all, it should give us five fines. Now, there's four there that I've been avoiding for years because I didn't want to bush, bushwhack. But there's one new one there by our friend Joe Mo Ray B. Did I say that right, Molly? Uh, which I was surprised to see one that far from her home that she had placed. So I'm going to go find that one, too. So that'll be our five. And I'll save that one for the last one. So that Bree, God help her. I mean, she's never been. And I may have to take a machete for her to whack away through the brush and to protect herself against rattlesnakes and scorpions. I don't know. Could be fine. I'm hoping that <laughs> I'm hoping that it's not as bad as Buffalo Val says it is in the description. That's what I'm hoping, but it could be that bad. She has placed some that I've uh, struggled to get to. Let's put it that way. Well, guys, I'm going to go, but I hope I see you at Going Caching. And if I don't, I hope I see you back here in a couple of weeks. I miss hanging out with you. If you want to go geocaching, send me a message, and maybe I'll come to your state or whatever and go geocaching. Um, I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. Please subscribe, rate us five stars in your reviews and tell your friends about the podcast. Now, be good lads and lassies and go and find a geocache.